Do you mind if I go grab a snack for two minutes? Well, I'll be back. It's going to take less than two minutes. Yeah. Okay. I'll just finish reading yeah. this thing. Okay. Okay. Be right back. Okay. That was good. Um, another yep. thing about the period. Could you go to part 13? Did I just make a huge noise? Cause I just hit the microphone. Yeah, that's fine. I'll cut it out. Okay. So in part 13, uh, Miyazaki talks about how he is influenced by sorry, a 19th sorry. century poet. I'm sorry, because right. people won't know what part 13 is, so could you like start it as if it's the continuation of what you just said or something? Oh, you know what? Okay. Can I ask you something else? <laughs> I'm sorry. Alright. <laughs> okay. Could you combine the two things, like what you just said, and what's written here about the 19th century, and like make it into one statement? About the period that this of game, course. this game could take place in, because you're good at it. Like right. I would not be able right. to do that, but you can because you're really good at that. That's why I'm asking you. Okay. Yeah. Why does it end with like two seconds of an awkward-looking man? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it's part of the trailer. Also, it, it just it just ends with Eddie staring at me now, and it's making me extremely uncomfortable. I feel like I'm being judged. <laughs> Look at his face. I'm going to have to put something in front of the screen. <laughs> Very disturbing. Are you going to put Ingrid in front of the screen? No, she'll bite me. <laughs> Maybe I can cover his face with post-its and then draw a giant happy face on all the post-its. Or just, like, go into Photoshop and cut his mouth out and flip it. Oh, he's smiling. <laughs> yes. But we got to talk about the fact that he said dessiné, not déraciné. Yeah. Dessiné means, like, to draw. Yeah. What a casual. I know. <laughs> you should report him, Richie. <laughs> I'm screaming again. I'm supposed not to, remember? Because my boyfriend's editing the audio now, and he asked me to talk like a normal person. We're coming on 18 minutes, by the way. Why? You have somewhere to be? No, I'm just saying for your sake. <laughs> Okay, so. What am I going to do with the past 18 minutes? I don't know. We're in it together, Richie. I know we are. We're, we're in it together right now. <laughs> so think about it and get back to me. <laughs> Maybe... Maybe it should be an 18-minute intro, but Up In My Jam is just going to play on loop for 18 minutes. <laughs> Will we? Do you think we can get away with that? No. Well, okay. I... No, don't. Don't do that. I don't know. It's just that... Remember the things we thought we could never get away with? We've gotten away with. So maybe this is the next step. Well, it's things things I warned you not to do, you did anyway. Yeah. And people didn't unsubscribe. <laughs> so maybe this is the next thing, because we got to up our game a little bit every time so that things don't get stale, you know? Well, we could up our game by staying on topic. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. What's the topic, Richie? The topic of today's podcast, which we've now reached 19 minutes and 38 seconds into the recording, <laughs> is the upcoming From Software VR game, Deracine, which we know nothing about. 
Okay, but it's pronounced deracine. It's not a rr, it's a rr. Okay. Can you say it correctly? Deracine. <laughs> Thank you. And what episode is this? Nine? <laughs> yes, it's episode nine. Okay, good. Woo! <laughs> I'm, I'm on the ball today. Oh, yeah. I wasn't sure if yeah. you were going to get it, but you got it. I'm proud of you. If you look in the description, you can find a link to our Discord and stuff like that. Yeah? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's all I wanted to say. Good. Okay. Should we have anything else in the intro? Should we have dates? Because you've been... You said a date last time, but I don't remember if I included it. Maybe we should say a date. Well, I said a date last time so people knew, like, that was what we knew about Death Stranding on that day. Oh, well then, perfect. What date is it today, Okay, Richie? so, well, for me it's the 28th of July, but I think for you it's the 27th. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, so it's the 27th and a half of July. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about Death Cine. <laughs> ask you. Okay. When you first heard the word deracine, what did it make you think of? It made me think that word sounds French. Because, <laughs> okay, you know what it made me think of? What? Okay, because back in high school, we had to learn, like, French poetry and stuff. Right. And I don't have whole poems in my head, but sometimes I have excerpts from some of them. Yeah. And so I had this one that just like popped in my head and it goes like L'arbre tient bon, le roseau plie, le vent redouble ses efforts. Il fait si bien qu'il déracine celui de qui la tête au ciel était voisine et dont les pieds touchaient à l'empire des morts. And that's what it made me think of. And that's the plot of Deracine. <laughs> Maybe. Recap theory real. <laughs> Let me send you the translation. It's it's a really cool poem. I feel like you would like that type of stuff because it's about like an oak talking yeah. to a reed. Oh, okay. And yeah. then the oak is like, hey, reed, I'm so much better than you because look, when the wind blows, you bend and I stand tall. Oh, this this is, I brought this up um in the Yawn podcast. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. then the reed is like, well, let's wait and see. And so what happens is there's a really strong wind that comes along. Yeah. And the reed bends, but it's okay. But the tree just gets uprooted. Yeah. And I think that's that might be what it's getting at when it says only a storm can fell a great wood. Oh, snap. The way that Storm Ruler can defeat Yorm, but doesn't really do anything to other bosses. Yeah. I yeah. like how when you mentioned that, I had no memory of this poem, but when I heard Deracine, yeah. it came back. So we should point out that, like, Deracine means uprooted, basically. Yes. Yeah. Could you tell, for those of us who aren't familiar with Echo Knight, could you just talk about it briefly? Echo Knight is a From Software, it's a series of From Software adventure games that I, looks like Deracine is a sort of spiritual successor to what they're doing in Echo Knight. Because Echo Knight is all about ghosts, 
and it is kind of about like time being out of joint, which seems to be a theme in Deracine. Mm-hmm. The idea in Echo Knight is that like you are usually like the only person who is alive, and then you will find these sort of phantoms of like dead people who are sort of half alive and half dead, sort of existing as like an echo or yeah, an echo. <laughs> yeah. A blood echo. Don't get me started. Um, <laughs> you, yeah, you run into sort of specters of people who are like, they're dead people, but they're sort of aware that they're dead. And you basically just talk to them and you need to do things to like, they're the source of the, of the quests in the game. Why is this playing? Oh, so is the music playing on your end? Yes. Oh, shoot, sorry, because I muted the music and I thought it wasn't going to play yeah. for you. No. My bad. Because I want- that's, that's why I started trailing off. Oh, no. I'm okay. Yeah. Okay, so Echo Knight. <laughs> Echo Knight is a series of adventure games by From Software. There are three of them. Oh, two of them got English releases. The middle one didn't, but Echo Knight and Echo Knight Beyond did. They, uh, it looks like Deracine is taking bits of Echo Knight, like we'll see a shot later on that's very reminiscent of Echo Knight. And the central premise, uh, I guess, design of Echo Knight is that you are usually the only living person in an area, but you will find sort of phantoms and echoes of people who were alive at, there at one point. And it's not technically ghosts, it's more like a time is out of joint situation where like you will like there's a scene where you you go into a casino and it's on a a large chunk of the first Echo Knight game is set on a boat and you will for example go into a casino and you will see these just like shadows of people playing the games there and you can interact with them as though they're an NPC normally but they're just like a weird shadow and they are kind of aware that they're dead but you can still interact with them and you can kind of alter the past for them. So like uh, an example might be like, you might find a, a man, like a a shadow sort of shadow phantom of a man slumped over in a corridor and he's aware that he's dead. And he's saying like, I died. And the last thing I wanted to do before I died was to taste this particular kind of wine. So if you can then go and get the wine and bring it to his ghost and then his ghost will take the wine and then that will sort of resolve that little plot threat, like sort of, yeah, mm-hmm. fix thing. And we'll see later on in Echo in uh, Deracine that because you are existing outside of time, you appear to perceive the children in this orphanage slash boarding school as though they are a sort of shadow of a person. And that's very reminiscent of what the shadows in Echo Knight look like. Mm-hmm. And Echo Knight is um, almost entirely non-combat game. It is done in first person. It It's basically just, it's reusing the King's Field engine, but it just removes the ability to attack things. Uh, so you just sort of wander around and talk to people. The setting of the first Echo Knight, it, it jumps around in time and place a lot. It's very dreamlike. And one of the settings of that is a, uh, like a, a, Kind of proto Bergenworth, I guess, sort of medical college place that reminds me a lot of the the boarding school that we're in in Deracine. Hmm. There's also like a, a clock tower plays a significant role in it as well. Right. Yeah. So I feel like 
Echo Knight is sort of, yeah, one of the influences on Deracine. Thank you. All right, so are you ready? Yeah. And you know you can pause on your end anytime. Yeah, and- yeah, but not mute. <laughs> okay, that was a oversight. <laughs> it's like you're talking and then I just play it like I'm tired of listening to you, Richie. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Japan Studio confirmed. Yeah, good. Oh, from, from software. software. Confirmed. <laughs> Who'd have thought? Who? <laughs> okay. So the reference to time standing still mm-hmm. at the beginning, that is a common motif in fairy stories. Where the fairies will inhabit a, a world that where time moves differently. So um, there's a poem... Does time move backwards? Well, there's a there's a famous poem just called "The Fairy," and one of the the stanzas in that is, um, "They stole little Bridget for seven years long, and when she came down again, her friends were all gone." Meaning that, like this, this girl is taken, and then she reappears, and it's actually like seven years later, and everyone's gone. Huh. There's all these stories about people who get taken by fairies, like a, a man out cutting wood will become enraptured by a fairy and he'll follow her and then he'll go back to like her kingdom and then when he leaves he discovers it's been like 20 years or 10 years or 100 years since he actually disappeared there's um there's a famous japanese folk tale that does the same thing called um oh it's like uh taro something hang on it is called yeah orishima taro which is about a fisherman who he is taken to this underwater kingdom. Mm-hmm. And then when he comes back to the surface, everyone around him, like it's been a hundred years or something and everyone around him is gone. Huh. And like that, um, when we were talking about Death Stranding, and I talked about Kojima game, like he, he explicitly calls that out in police talk. Because oh, yeah. your character right. in that is a guy who was cryogenically frozen. Mm-hmm. For like I think thirty years, so everyone keeps calling him like uh Urashima Taro as mm-hmm. like a joke. So Yeah. So Richard, does it mean Fallout Four is about fairies? Isn't like Cause you get frozen? Oh no, that's fall that's Fallout seventy six. <laughs> I was gonna say doesn't Fallout doesn't Fallout Four have Mothman in it, but then I realized that's Fallout seventy six. Mothman? Mothman, you know, the cryptid. What? We're already, like, massively <laughs> off topic. I'm I'm enjoying how this is going. Yeah. Mothman <laughs> is... Mothman is a cryptid that people claim to have seen in the US. It is very obviously just, like, someone saw an owl and was bad at judging distance. But uh, Mothman is a famous, like, yeah, mysterious thing people see. It's supposed to look like... Uh, you imagine like a like a person, but instead of arms, they have these wings going down, and instead of having a head, they just have big eyes in their chest. I'm trying to imagine it. Just Google Mothman. It's like pretty famous. There was a movie about Mothman. Was it in Watchmen? No, it was there is a moth guy in Watchmen, but this was called the Mothman Prophecies. <gasps> I think I may have seen that one. Is it with Nicolas Cage? 
No, it's Richard Gere. Oh. Are you thinking of the Wicker Man? No, I'm thinking of the one where Nicolas Cage could see what happens. Oh, in- knowing. Yeah, with Jessica Biel. Yeah, I think so. That was that's partially shot in Melbourne. Uh, oh, knowing. really? Yeah. Oh, I really liked that movie. It was really good. I, I think you can see my old flat in it. So anyway, back to back to <laughs> okay. the topic. Um, so the essay is about fairies and time standing still. Yeah. So, like one of yeah one of the common motifs in fairy stories is that like the world the fairies inhabit is outside of our conception of time. So time moves differently for them. So the way she's saying like time stands still is that fits with with fairy Richie. fairy stories. Yes. Is Ram a fairy? Um, well, is the altar of despair a fairy? Oh, because time moves backwards. Yeah. Yeah, it's the fairy of, um, we ran out of time and money. <laughs> we'll just... <laughs> and then Miyazaki didn't, Miyazaki didn't know what to do, and he fell asleep at his desk in the From Software offices, and then while he was asleep, some helpful fairies... <laughs> Flew in through the window and cleverly reused some assets to make the altar of despair. Uh, is it like, you know, the tooth fairy? If you put like a tooth yeah. under a pillow, she gives you a dollar. Yeah. So for Miyazaki, yeah. if you like put a bizarre comic under a pillow. <laughs> I was thinking of like the shoemaker and the elf, but then I'm thinking. What if the shoemaker and the elves happened, but the elves just did a really shitty job? What are you talking you about now? There's a story called The Shoemaker and the Elves about a shoemaker, and he, he's up all night making shoes, and he, he, like, he can't work anymore, and he falls asleep at, while he's working. And then during the night, some elves come in and finish all the shoes for him. Oh, that's sweet. No, but I'm imagining, like, what if they just did a really bad job, and he didn't want to say anything? <laughs> They're just, like, all these horrible, <laughs> broken, like, <laughs> they're all different sizes. They don't fit. But he doesn't want to be rude because the elves were really helpful. So he's like, no, no, it's good. It's good. You did a good job. You did a really good job. Um, Thanks. <laughs> and then so inside, he's like, oh, shit, what am I going to fucking do? I'm running out of leather. I'm going to get some more. Oh, my God. What if those were the same guys? Who worked on finishing Dark Souls 3? (laughs) (sighs) Okay. So, back to to fairies. Back to fairies. Uh Uh-huh. So, time. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Okay. Were you going to say anything? We are on... 37 minutes, we have mentioned one thing about Derasine. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, you know, in the beginning, it's a baby? Yeah. yeah. Do you think it's going to be about changeling? What's a changeling? Okay, a changeling is, it's a an old belief that fairies would steal human children and replace them with a fairy child. Like, they would swap them and take the the human children back to the fairyland. Mm-hmm. And the idea is that 
changelings were like sort of imperfect copies of the human child. And at the time, it was sort of used to explain like children who we don't know exactly because we don't like the records wouldn't say, but like there was something wrong with the child. Mm-hmm. Like a child like had trouble breathing or something, or like a child died when they were very young, or you know, a child was like um, some forms of like like uh, like really aggressive behavior and things mm-hmm. in small children. They would say, "Oh, well, that's that's because the child is actually a changeling. Mm-hmm. They're not a human. They're something that was." And like children were um, were killed and left in forests and things. Belief that they were a changeling. Yeah. Oh, so the yeah, yeah, I think yeah. Yeah, so this does look like a kid who got left in a forest. Yeah, but I'm thinking maybe the other way around that like that's the the kid that was taken, but like the okay. idea is the fairies would take the child for themselves and then they would raise the child in the fairyland. Okay. And there's okay. there's there's stories about like like children who are raised by fairies and then come back into the into the the human world. Huh. Yeah. Are they still human looking? Um yeah, the thing about folk tales is like they they just they change so constantly that there's not one stable like description of these things. So they're just like bloodborne. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Um so you think this is a human child, and then there's a fairy child somewhere out there in the real well, world. It, well, it might be something like that. Okay. That like maybe your your character is replaced mm-hmm. by a changeling or something that would fit though. Mm-hmm. But it could also be that this is okay. This is getting convoluted. That the kids were switched, and this child is the fairy child that was put in a forest because it was different from the other kids. Maybe yeah. Okay. I don't know. Cool. Cool, very informative. Thank you. Uh, the dialogue in the beginning. Yeah. Uh, I just want to listen to what it says again. Which Bloodborne voice actor do you think this is? You know which one it is. Who? There's only one. Come on, Richie. Yeah, who voices Ludwig? No. <laughs> no. They can do can do interesting things with like <laughs> pitch now. No, the remember it's only it's one woman who voices every character in Bloodborne. Oh yeah, yeah. Obviously, this is a Vedemradislova. Exactly. Yeah, you can tell from her very distinctive Irish accent in this trailer. She's <laughs> also the Irish accent she uses to voice Maria. <laughs> yes, and the doll. Yes, and the maiden in black. Yes, yeah. I think this might be Jenny Funnel, who, who is Imposter Yosefka. Ah. I think, yeah, I think. I don't know. I'm just, I'm assuming it's part of the stock Frog Nation <laughs> voiceover <laughs> cast who are just in everything. Do you want to look it up? While I listen to well, the, dialogue? Does the trailer, Does the trailer have credits? No. So we'll, we'll ha- we can't look it up. <laughs> no, maybe they, like, yes, we can. Oh, my God. You go to Deracine, IMDb, and you see what it says. All right. 
problem already in that there's already two, no, three things called Deracine in the IMDb. Okay, well, click them and figure- Oh, yeah, but none of them are, are the one that's actually coming out. Okay, how about Deracine Wikipedia? <sighs> okay, you work on that while I listen to the trailer, because I was curious about the line. What? Nothing. Let's just listen to the trailer again. I want to see what she says. So, aren't you excited? You're going to be a fairy. And live in a world where time stands still. Okay, so it does so far look like a bunch of fairies kidnapped a kid. And they're like, aren't you excited? You're going to be a fairy. Right? Well, we don't... Yeah, maybe. Like, I'm not saying that's what's going to happen, but according to what you said earlier, if we take what you said into this context, that's what it seems like. Mm -hmm. So she says, nobody can see what you're up to ever again. Yep. Why? Because you're going to become a fairy and exist outside of time. Yeah, but why is that important for nobody? I think the idea is like that this voice, whatever, is tempting a, a mischievous child. Oh. Or like a child yeah. who wants to run away. Like, you can be apart from everything, yeah. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. Sorry, since you're a film guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. I think, was it in the Executioner podcast? I was like, how come you know so many stories about film? And you said... I don't remember. You were like, that's because I did my undergrad. Oh, yeah, that was my undergrad was in film production. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. You know yeah. what just happened, as I said, and you said, I, like, extended my hand to the to the microphone, like it's your turn to speak, as if you would see it. Right. Okay. It's because you imagine that I live in the microphone. Yeah, pretty much. You've explained, yeah, there's a tiny version of me in the microphone. Yes. You've explained this to me. It's not, it's not at all disturbing, and I'm glad you've explained it. <laughs> Like, you know how Ike draws the chibis? <laughs> That's the version yeah. of getting the microphone. <laughs> okay. Little chibi Richard. Yeah. No, oh, maybe it's a little baby Richard in a capsule. Continue. Oh, I do you know what Ike said. He's like, what? <laughs> baby Richard in the little baby outfit looks like a criminal. <laughs> All right. So what I want to ask is, um, there's a transition that happens here. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what? what is that? What kind of transition is that? Uh, it's just like a light flare thing. Yeah, where does this happen? Like, what do you mean? Like, what would this represent? Is it like somebody changing a film somewhere? Is it like... Uh, well, it, yeah, it, w- it would happen if you were changing reels, I guess. Reels. There'd be, no- there'd be nothing for the... the um, Nothing for the light to go through if there was no film. Mm-hmm. If there was like a blank. Yeah, I don't... I, there, there is a technical name for it, but like... When we talk about film, we mean video because film is expensive. Okay. Like some people I know did work with film, but they ended up costing like ten grand to make like the little student project, <laughs> which uh, we did- couldn't really throw around at the time. <laughs> huh. 
I just wonder why. Because, again, there's this thing. And when you pointed out the... I think it was at Aegon, wasn't it? The um, old film and the Red The Moon. use of old film techniques, yeah, in these trailers, yeah. Yeah, so now this won't let me sleep at night. Why, like, why, out of everything, they used this particular transition? I think they're just trying to create, like, an old-time feel to it. Okay. okay. All right. Astral Clock Tower? Yes, confirmed. There is a completely unironic post about this being... Yeah, there is an unironic post about this being a Bloodborne prequel. <laughs> I think it was on Facts for Life. Facts for Life? <laughs> I'm not joking. Facts for Life did tweet that. <laughs> well, then it's confirmed. You have to be Fextra smart. So they they identify what this is in one of the articles about it. I think they specify it's a boarding school, yeah. Is this a boarding school or an orphanage? Uh, doesn't it say? Well, if one of them says orphanage. Yeah, okay, that would make sense. But another one says boarding school. Maybe it's a boarding school for orphans. <laughs> oh, that's so sad. Oh, Richie. Yes. Orphanage. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. And also... Theory confirmed real. Theory confirmed real, yeah. Do not talk to fairies at 3 a.m. Oh, my God, <laughs> they came to my house real. <laughs> Do you think the boss baby is a changeling? <laughs> yes. <laughs> You know, I've never actually watched The Boss Baby, but I saw, like, a couple of minutes of a trailer. Yeah. But I think it was a sequel. And then I think The Boss yeah. Baby was wearing a suit. Yeah, that's that's the joke. <laughs> and then something was happening. Yeah, that that's a good description of the film, The Boss Baby Wears a Suit and Something Happened. <laughs> I've seen The Boss Baby twice. <laughs> Is it funny? No. Um, I saw it because a friend of mine was saying, oh, I had to see The Boss Baby. It's the worst film I've ever seen. And I was like, it's not the worst film you've ever seen. So, yes, it is. And I'm like, all right, fine, I'll watch it. Uh-huh. And it's not the worst film I've ever seen. It's just sort of mediocre. <laughs> it's just there. And then it ends. And it's like. I'm going to watch it. And okay. we're going to do a review on it. All right. Yeah. I, you know okay. what I think? I think I might like it, because I like silly, cute humor. <laughs> and there's a baby in the suit. That's pretty cute. It's based on a book. <laughs> Boss Baby the book? <laughs> no, this is the thing. It's based on a book, but the book is, is called The Boss Baby, but it's just about a baby that's very bossy. Yeah, it's from the perspective of a child who's like, oh, there's a new baby in the house and he's controlling the house. But like... The Boss Baby movie, uh-huh. I guess to make it work better as a story, they decided that he should actually be a boss and work in administration <laughs> for a company that that employs a staff consisting entirely of babies. <laughs> you know what that reminds me of? That reminds me of two movies at once. Uh-huh. Can you guess what they are? No. One movie is Baby Geniuses. 
I, uh-huh. I actually liked the first Baby Geniuses. I thought it was really cute. <laughs> and another movie is, I don't know what it's called, because I've only seen it in Russian, but it's about yeah. babies and then they talk like adults. And it's... Oh, look who's talking. Yeah, it's like, I think Bruce yeah. Willis is in it, maybe? Yeah, 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 look who's talking. Yeah. I thought you were going to say Baby's Day Out. I haven't seen that one. Like how this is just now just discussing baby movies. Well, it's it's relevant to the trailer because we saw a baby. No, it's not. It's on topic because there is a baby in the forest. That's an incredibly tenuous use of the term on topic. <laughs> okay. So so here yeah, so the game's gonna happen either in a boarding school or an orphanage. Yeah. And basically um, here we see the clock tower. Yeah. Do you think that's going to be relevant to the time thing? I think so. That, like, you'll ha- you'll be able to change what time it is or something? Like, maybe. I don't know if it's going to be, like, necessarily a game mechanic thing or some sort of a thing that will give you clues as to what you're supposed to yeah. do, you know? From what I gather, like you, you have to convince other children that, that you, you exist. exist. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that also makes me wonder. So, like, they can't see you, I guess. Like, what does that mean? Well, yeah, if you're if you're outside of time, then they probably don't think you're like really there. You just have to do things to can. You have to sort of indirectly interact with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, well, this will come up later, but it re- it makes me think of Echo Knight. Yeah, I thought about it too when when I was watching yeah. the trailer for the first time when it was shown. Yeah, I was thinking Echo Knight, and I'm like, oh, I know Echo Knight because Richie talked about this. I'm a pro. Yeah, like uh, I'll I'll call out the Echo Knight thing when it happens, which I think is pretty soon. I think you mentioned it too. Is that this does have a Bergenworth feel to it? Well. Maybe not necessarily. I don't know, but no, I'm not thinking Bergenworth. I'm just thinking like the whole, like the orphanage, right? Like yeah, like the whole bloodborne yeah. feel. Yeah, it, it feel. I don't know if it's set in actual Victorian time, but it's a Victorian building. In that sense of like, yeah, no, in the sense that it's this like deca- sort of empty Victorian building. Yeah. So what does Miyazaki say about the period this could have? taken place okay so with regard to the time Mm -hmm. that it's set in miyazaki is uh he's not direct about the time it's set in it's i think it's intentionally a bit ambiguous as to when it's set because it is just in this building that is it's a very old building but buildings like that still exist today so it's not like it's tied to a specific time and place and it is in a forest so i think the idea is like this could be so this is like a it it could really be like any there's like several hundred years space it could really have taken place in from what we've seen. Mm-hmm. He cites as one of the inspirations a nineteenth century poet called Fiona MacLeod. There's possibly a nineteenth century uh feeling to it. However, right. Mm-hmm. Do you want me do you, do you want me to red pill the audience on Fiona MacLeod? Okay. She's not real. What? Fiona MacLeod is a completely fictional person what? who was a no. 
Fiona McLeod was, her poems were written by a male playwright called William Sharp. And what he did was he had two writing personas. He had William Sharp, which is the one he is remembered for. Um, and then he had, quote unquote, Fiona McLeod. And what would happen is when he wrote as Fiona McLeod, he would get his sister to transcribe what he would read the poems aloud to his sister. His sister would then write them down and he would submit them as Fiona McLeod. The idea being that it's his sister's handwriting, so it didn't look like his, so no one would pick it up. But yeah, Fiona McLeod doesn't exist. She's a, she's a pen name for a, another writer who basically wrote under two kind of persona. How do you know this? Because I did research. For today or in life? A bit of both. So, like, <laughs> and the thing, it says here, like, 19th century poet Fiona McLeod, but, like, Fiona McLeod slash William Sharp was writing into the early 20th century as well. Should we tell Miyazaki about this? He might know. But yeah, um, Fiona McLeod slash (laughs) William Sharp wrote a a play called The Immortal Hour, which is about, which does sound very similar to Deracine, where there is this uh, presence, it's like a sort of, it's not a traditional, like, "Quote unquote real mythical thing." It's it's invented for the play. Who's a, a strange presence called um, D- Dalwa? I don't know how to pronounce. It's like a Celtic thing. Mm-hmm. And the idea is that like no one can really see or interact with this person. They exist outside of time, and they just sort of affect things around them. Mm-hmm. And that was uh, also adapted into an opera later on, but it is a play in an opera. And I, that is by uh, Fiona McLeod slash William Sharp. <laughs> and um, so that might've been the, like when we were talking about fairies before and changelings and stuff, like if Miyazaki is citing these like Scottish writers, then that's, I think it, that's probably going to be what's going on. Maybe it's, it's going to be more rooted in sort of European fairy oh. lore. Oh, that's yeah. really cool. Thanks Richie. Okay, so you know this hallway? Do you know what it reminds me of? Yep. A boarding school. Josefka's clinic. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It also looks almost exactly like the hallway in Echo Night, but that's on a ship. Like, it's the same design. Uh-huh. So, do you notice there are, like, paintings on the wall? Uh, the yes. one in the top right corner, is that a fairy? It's something with wing. Yeah. But underneath yeah. in the painting where there's something with wings. Yeah. In that painting in the bottom left corner, what do you see? A squiggle. It's a horse fish. I was going to say like, it's a Carol rune as a joke, but apparently. <laughs> no, look at it. You were actually thinking. I that. was actually thinking. That. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can see why this channel is so popular. <laughs> okay, and then there's a statue. What is this statue? In, Where's the statue? In the bottom right corner of our screen. Is that a statue? Is that a lamp? Is that an oil lamp? I thought it was a chair. Like one of those Oh my benches. god, sorry. Okay, sometimes I mix up left and right. I meant left. 
That's also a table. Yeah, but on the table. I don't see anything on the table. What? On on the table, there's a... When are you paused at? 52 seconds. I'm at 53. Oh, that's better, yeah. Do you see something Yeah, that just now? looks like... Is it... I, th- I think it's a vase. A vase? A vase. You mean a vase? No, we say vase. Vase. That's very French. Vase. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not a vase because it doesn't look like a vase. Well, it has a top to it as well. It's like a lid. So it's, oh, it's a perfume. Like fancy perfume. For the orphans. (laughs) (laughs) They're dedicated to producing the nicest smelling orphans. We can possibly find. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, but it reminds me, did you play Bioshock Infinite? Very briefly. You know how they have salts or whatever that power you up? That's what it looks like. Okay. Yeah. So you think this is this is one of the parallel realities of Bioshock Infinite? Well, the time period would kind of fit. So you think this is like floating, attached to a series of balloons? <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, sorry, let me just rewind for one second. Okay, uh, at 49 seconds, there's a stained window, but I guess it's like a generic Jesus-type drawing. Yeah, it, it might be like a, like a chapel part of the yeah. Uh, building. Yeah. Like... Like, when I was talking about how there is buildings like that in my city, I was thinking, like, there is a boarding school that looks almost exactly like this, and they've got a chapel with a stained glass window like that, facing in the same direction. Mm -hmm. And you know how on top of this stained glass window, there's, like, an angel-type deal or whatever? But at the bottom part, what is that? I can't tell. Um, Is it, like, a person That might be... it, It might be a... I'm assuming, like, that's probably at least referenced from an existing window mm-hmm. in real life. Um, possibly, it may even just be a direct copy that they've turned mm-hmm. into a texture. But, like, yeah, yeah. I, I guess if we were really obsessed, we could maybe find the the design that they're referencing. There. You can find it but after I, I we finish know. the podcast. All right, we'll see. So here's the kitchen again. Yeah. I hope it's actually in this and not a screenshot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Pause. Okay. Okay. This is like not necessarily on topic, but they apply a filter to this, like an old filter. Yeah. Do you know what it makes me think of? And it's something that you pointed out. I think you were either on Aegon or just in one of your videos. Oh, in the old Hunter's trailer. Yeah. 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 Do you know what it made me think of when I first saw it? What? Because I knew it was called Cine. Mm-hmm. So when I saw the film filter, I thought, is this going to be about, like, film? Like, c- cinema. Like, cine. Oh. But it's not. Deracine. Yeah, I thought, is this going to be something about, like, the game is going to be about old film on some level? Interesting. uh, No. Well, no, it doesn't mean that at all. No, no, but it's still interesting. Yeah. Yeah. 
But what I was getting to is like they use that filter in the old Hunters trailer, right? Mm-hmm. But they use it to show you that this is a thing that happened in the past, which is not something the game itself does, but the trailer does. Yeah. Like, the trailer shows what looks like German's encounter with the moon present, which is not something that you ever see happen in the game. But they show it in the trailer, and they show it in the trailer with this old film filter applied to show you, like, this is supposed to be a flashback. Yeah. And you mentioned- And the yeah, thing- Yeah. The thing about the tr- those scenes in the trailer is, like, that's not just, like, the people who made the trailer slamming assets together. Like, those are made by From. They are in the data, and they are- Specifically, like, their scripts for cutscene, and they're just they're tagged PV, which means promotional video. It's like all those in-engine scenes you see in all the trailers for the Souls games, like um, in the first Dark Souls, one of the first Dark Souls trailers. There's a scene of all these characters around Firelink, and then someone walks off, and then as they're walking off, they like kind of do this like fist gesture. Yeah, like, I remember I'm, that. Yeah, yeah, like that's. That's in the game. Like, From made that. Mm-hmm. That is supposed to be, like, it's just called something, something promotional video. Yeah. The idea is they make all these little, like, vignettes in the engine for people to use to make trailers with. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, anyway. You know how I remember that gesture? How? Because I used it in my Prepare to Lore, in my first Prepare to Lore, when I saw it, I was like, this yeah. is perfect! <laughs> I remember. Okay. Yeah, that's just random. Anyway. Okay, thank you, Richie. Uh, so, here we see a kitchen. <gasps> yep. There's a cage. A bird cage. You think it's a bird cage? Isn't it? It's a, what else? A child cage? Be. A child, well, it's a bit, <laughs> if it must be a very small child. <laughs> so, I think it's a bird cage. What else could it be? Well, I don't know. I think maybe, like should go and look at old Victorian stuff after this. Why didn't you look at all the Victorian stuff before that? Because I didn't seriously... I thought we weren't discussing Deracine today. When were we When were we going to discuss it then? I thought we were talking <clears throat> with Loki. Okay. And then he No, but we were here. supposed to do Loki, and then we talk about Deracine together. Um, no, it was Loki and then a list of topics. Yeah. But there was also, like, King Jeremiah and stuff on them, and I thought it was going to be that. Well, things change, Richie. Okay. <laughs> okay. And there's some pots. I really like these pots. They look very, like, rustic. Do you want to, like, see if there's a hidden message in the pots? Yeah, on the other side. Theory like the, real. Like, uh, Laura found the hidden message in the pendant, right? We just don't know what it is. Yeah. So there's going to be a hidden message in the pots. I feel like I'm in Deracine now and time is just happening over and over again. <laughs> Continuously watching this trailer and going back and forth. Yeah. What's on the table? Is that a bread covered with a cloth? I don't know. Do you know what I just did? <laughs> when I said what's, what did you just what's on the table before explaining did what- Did you point? Yeah, I pointed at it to show yeah. you. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Are you practicing for when we have our, like, trailer analysis PAX panel? What's PAX panel? No, panel. Like, we're, we're doing this live in front of an audience. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah that's exactly yeah. what I'm practicing yeah. for. <laughs> yeah. Good. Okay. Um, 
Oh, and the little cage. Um, another thing it reminds me of is remember Dark Souls 3? Kind of. <laughs> and there's like a cage with a weird monster thing in it. What with the corpses in it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know who else is in a cage? Um, Mikolash. Gertrude. Gertrude, yes! <gasps> Confirmed. Theory real. <laughs> 3 a.m. Not clickbait. Oh. Huh. Oh, huh. okay. Okay, yeah, we're getting somewhere. Gertrude, was she a fairy? No, we're not. Was Gertrude their fairy? We're not getting anywhere. What? I'm gonna... I'm going to make a statement here which may be controversial. Oh, no. I don't think Deracine is a direct sequel to Dark Souls 3. What about Bloodborne? Well, I'll leave that up to Fextra Life and its crew of detectives to solve, <laughs> but I doubt that as well. <laughs> um, okay, okay, one last thing. So you know how Gertrude was visited by an angel? Yes. Maybe she was visited by a fairy. Um, just to further confuse that strand of the plot. <laughs> yes. Okay. At 103, um, do you see at the bottom left, uh, there's the thing to make tea? Okay, well, the thing is, when you say 103, for me, it's 104. But it's still there, the thing to make tea. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I had to manually rewind, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, there's a kettle. Yeah, yeah. I really like it. Well, that's apparently going to play a role in the game, based on what I've read. I think I want to buy one like that. Okay. Yeah. Are you going to buy yeah. one? Are we going to have matching kettles? Uh, I've got an electric kettle. It's kind of for casuals. Richie, oh my god, no! What we, I got it. What we do is we buy matching some of ours. Why? Do you know what it is? No, what? I've heard of them. Because <laughs> they're fucking awesome! Okay, let me, I'll send you a whole. Hang on, no, I'll. No, 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 I send you. Oh, yeah, 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 I know these. Yeah. You know these? Yeah. yeah. Oh, do you think? Do you think they're going to appear in the Hesine? Um, I imagine, like, if we started a an hour-long, like, Deracine weekly podcast, <laughs> we would eventually have an episode called Will Some of Us Appear in Deracine? And it would be, like, a panel discussion. <laughs> and the thumbnail would be a picture of Some of Us with a question mark next to it. <laughs> I've noticed that with, like... <laughs> All these cinematic universes that are going on and people start weekly weekly shows that are about them, but there's just not enough information to keep it going every week. So they end up defaulting back to like, will this thing possibly happen? <laughs> what they need is, I like how- <laughs> Will there be a Batman cameo in Shazam? Question <laughs> mark. Like, I don't, maybe? <laughs> I'm not sure how you get an hour out of that, but go for it. (laughs) You know, it's funny. We could probably have a weekly podcast on this two-minute trailer for the next, like, 15 weeks without even trying. Okay, I'll register (laughs) talkingderasine.com. 
week we'll like examine one second of the trailer. <laughs> and you know it's gonna be a three hour <laughs> podcast every time. <laughs> okay. <sighs> okay. So Okay. Uh it's one oh four and I press play. Yep. Okay. So what do we see here? It's the inside of a clock. <gasps> Good night, everyone. <laughs> um, this reminds me of Bloodborne when you're in the Huntress Nightmare on the top part. Oh, is there a clock there? Ah, <laughs> that's correct. There is a clock in the Huntress Nightmare. <laughs> Do you know if anyone wrote down what the runes were? Well, actually, yes. Somebody... Yeah, some fucking loser. <laughs> on Christmas Eve, I think? Yeah, Christmas Eve would have done that. <laughs> I wonder what he's doing now. <laughs> Probably some loser stuff. <laughs> Probably recording uh, a currently one hour and 37 minute discussion of a, the longest two minute trailer he's ever seen. <laughs> Successfully, I think we're we're just over halfway through this two-minute trailer. <laughs> Yay, we're halfway through. We're doing good. <laughs> we're over the hill. It's all downhill from here. <laughs> yes. Um, okay. I think the clock is going to play a role in the time stuff they're talking about. Yeah, because clocks tell yeah. time. <laughs> That's true, yes. It's very subtle. <laughs> um, and here, what do we see inside that could be of significance? The the mechanism that makes the clock turn? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, there's also some empty boxes or whatever, empty containers. Ah, what, what could have been in them? <laughs> Speculation. <laughs> the, that's the classic Miyazaki environmental storytelling. <laughs> it's an empty box, but what was in the box is up to us. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, um But there's one in the in the middle. A, a, it's like a box or I don't know what it is. It looks like it has a handle. I'm pointing to it. Isn't that the thing that's making the clock work? In in okay, look at the middle of the screen. Yeah. A little bit to the left. And it's Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the mechanism yeah? that makes the clock work. Oh. Yeah, this 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 um Echo Knight has almost identical thing in it where you go inside the middle inside of a clock and it looks exactly like this. Cool. Does does Echo Knight have a red moon? It does actually. And Oh my god, I'm a professional! I remembered it before you did, Richie. Are you proud what? of me that it has a red moon? Oh yeah, it does. No, I'm saying, aren't you proud of me that I remembered yes, before I you am. did? Yes. Okay, thank yeah. you. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> All these podcasts are paying off. And I think in one of the Echo Night trailers, you see the Red Moon and the Clock Tower together. Yep. Do you think there's going to be a Red Moon in the Racine? I don't know. Hmm. That's another, like, we have to fill an hour. 
Will there be a red moon in Derasine? Question mark. Talking Derasine, episode eight. <laughs> okay. Um. So let's play. Stop! No, at one o eight. That's not the thing to make the clock work. It is a box, like I said. Oh, I was looking at the crank thing. But I told you in the middle of the screen to the left. It is in the middle of the screen to the oh left. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you meant this was like a fuse box or something. I'm like, okay, like a fuse box. What did 19th century clocks use fuses now? I don't know how clocks work. I'm not a clock mechanic, okay? But this box, I wonder what's in it. <laughs> Yeah, that does look like it's going to be significant. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And, oh, in the back. Okay, I think that's a washing machine. On the, a little more to the right, leaning on the white shelving. Do you see? It's like a washing machine. <laughs> like an old school washing machine where you have to, like, rub your clothes on it, no? Yeah, yeah, but not, not a washing machine. It's just like a board. <laughs> 19th century washing machine. <laughs> uh, what's the board? The whiteboard behind the box slash mechanism? I don't know. I think it's a piece of wood. Is this the painting of Ariandel? Yes. <laughs> um, okay. So... Hmm. Hmm. And here we see a little more of the whole clock thing mechanism. Yeah, we could we could really have just like <laughs> started here yeah. instead of pausing it every few seconds <laughs> and then saying, "Oh, you can see a little bit more now." Uh-huh. Is that a bell on it on the left? No, that's not a bell. No, that's just part of the thing that makes the clock. Okay. Okay, so I'll pause here. Do you know what this is? It's a photograph of a man and a baby. Do you think the baby is us? No, I think this is the picture that we find on Maria's table. For all we know, it is. I was was so disappointed. Why? That after so, like, literally... Entire evenings dedicated to getting a good look at that picture. Yeah. Uh, when Sanadius K finally revealed the texture, the texture is like 100 pixels or something. It's really, really tiny. And there's no way to make out any real detail in it. Oh, Yeah, that is pretty disappointing. Do you think that that child there is us? Could be. No, actually. Well, it depends if... Because if she says you're going to be a fairy, yeah. and we're like, maybe we're a child that ran away and became a fairy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what, and yeah. yeah. The weird thing is, though, I guess the beginning, you know what? I guess the beginning, um, where we see the baby surrounded by animals, I guess that's yeah. not part of our story. Maybe that's like a book. It might be. No, no, because then this can't be us, because we're too old now. Because yeah. we have hair and stuff. The other baby was way younger, yeah. wasn't he? So I think maybe, maybe the beginning is sort of like a storybook 
You know what I mean? Maybe it's lying somewhere around in the orphanage. Whereas, oh, and it's like being read to us by by one of the teachers or something. Yeah, or something like that. Yeah. Whereas this is yeah. like, yeah, this could be us, but this is like reality, you know, not just a... Yeah. yeah. Could be, or it could just be a... Hmm. It could be one of the characters we meet, too. This guy has a cane. Doesn't German has a cane? Confirmed. No, I'm asking. I don't remember. Would he? No, he doesn't. No, no. He just gets up from the chair. Okay. Yeah. Who has a cane in Bloodborne? Walter! Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that, like, a lot of this is left over, like, reference images from Bloodborne? I think so. Or, like, 19th century stuff they thought, yeah. oh, we should include Because I'm almost, like, I'm kidding, but... I'm like 99% kidding that this is the picture that's on Marie's table. Because it's like... It's not. I can confirm it isn't. But, but no, like, it's like what it should have been. It's as ver- Like, it's... Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's... I know it's not, but maybe it's like the same concept. Like, maybe something similar was in the picture on Marie's table. No, I'm pretty sure the picture on Marie's table is someone seated like that, and I think they might be holding a child yet. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. All right. And uh, what's the other picture? Looks like a diagram of some flowers, but I can't see it very well. Luminwood flowers? Do we want to talk about how, like, deracine means uprooted? Okay, let's talk about how deracine means uprooted. Well, Sinclair, deracine means uprooted. Oh. And there's a lot of tree and plant imagery throughout it. So it, it means uprooted in the sense that you are uprooted from a time and place. Mm-hmm. And you are somewhere else. Mm-hmm. But it literally also means uprooted. So it looks like flowers and plants play a big role. In- right. Right. So, you know where else flowers and plants play a big role? Pikmin. What? Pikmin. What is that again? The series Nintendo games where you grow little aliens. Oh! Right. They look like little onions. No, I was yeah. thinking uh, where we find Felinor. I thought you were going to say Bloodborne. No. They play a big role in Bloodborne. Well, yeah, but not in the... Okay, yeah, they do, but not in a way that... Do you, do you, know, where, do you know where flowers and plants play a big role? Fiction. <laughs> because they're... <laughs> because they're a recurring motif in, like, lots of things. Okay, remind me to ask you something after the podcast, because there's a sci-fi book that I don't know the name of, and I'll ask you, maybe you know it. Flowers for Algernon? I don't know. No, basically the book... Vacuum flowers? (laughs) No, the book is about a guy who goes on a planet, and on that... Oh, that one. (laughs) And on that planet, the environment is very hostile toward people. Oh, Death World. Is it? There is one called Death World. I think it's Harry Harrison. Maybe. And the idea is that it's a planet where everything kills you. Yeah. All right, cool. I'll check it out. Thank you. Yeah. Wow, Richie. You are so smart. What was that? Are you drinking vodka? Is this what the podcasts have done to you? <laughs> You're drinking vodka straight from the bottle. <laughs> I was actually drinking some lukewarm, uh, sugar-free Coca-Cola with a hint of orange. 
Is that another weird Australian drink? Yeah, they it just showed up yesterday at the shop. So I was like, I should try this. Oh my god. And you didn't tell me about it? Well, I didn't talk to you in between. That's a whole other podcast right there, bro. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to press okay. play, okay? Okay. Look, it's a cat. Is that Ingrid? No, Ingrid uh, is white and gray and much less friendly. And who does the girl look like, Richie? What time are you on? Because I think I'm out of sync with you again. I'm on one fifteen. Oh, one sixteen. Oh god, <laughs> it looks like I'm either one second ahead or behind you. Mm-hmm. Uh, are we going to say she looks like Maria because she has the the like shawl thing? She looks like the doll because she has the shawl thing. Yeah, th- this this was the substance of the uh, extra life theory <laughs> that this is a bloodborne prequel because. Uh, both feature people in shawls. <laughs> well, no, but she literally looks like, later we'll see, she literally looks like the doll. So, maybe, maybe this is... Apart from not being a doll, yeah. But maybe this is Maria when she was young. What, in Kanehurst? Yeah. Being a hunter. Before she became a hunter. When she was a kid. And this is actually Castle Kanehurst. And... But we see it outside, and it's clearly not. It changed. It got renovated. Oh, okay, the renovation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. That's why none of it makes sense in-game. <laughs> yes. Okay. We had a dispute with the builders, and they stopped showing up, and that's why you have to use that really convoluted way to get to Ligarius. <laughs> yes. Actually, one of my co-workers, it's funny you say that, she's like, she needs to renovate her kitchen. and. Yeah. She's been like calling the this this company and they were supposed to show up and they kept postponing and then they didn't show up and there was just like a whole bunch of things that's gone wrong and she's like, God damn it. And so, you know, what you just said reminds me of that. Maybe it's the same company. <laughs> okay. Um all right, I play. You know what this is? You know what this reminds me of? A room <laughs> with Tommy Wizzo. No, it's uh, <laughs> you know, before you go into the chapel, there's a room with a note and a globe and a chest. And oh, room. yeah, 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 the room that doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah, that reminds me of that room. Okay, this table in it, yeah, exactly. So that's the table. There's a bunch of books there too with bookshelves, right? Oh my god, there are seen the table theory. <laughs> Richie, Richie, you know, somebody wrote a note and left it there. What did the note say? Something about the Bergenworth spider. Keeping our master away from us? Yeah. He wrote it. Look, the guy is sitting there literally writing that note. So in this, so what happens in in this Bloodborne prequel, which is set in Kanehurst, they write that note. (laughs) before any of the events of the game happen. And that room ends up in Erden Chapel. <laughs> Those construction people were really bad. They had no idea what they were doing. <laughs> <sighs> okay, and here uh, we see somebody eating Estes soup. 
Okay, this soup is explicitly called out by Miyazaki in one of the interviews. Yeah, it is. Could you tell us about it? Okay, so in Derasune, you play as an invisible, intangible character, and you have to prove to these people that you exist. And one of the articles about Derasune mentions that one of the ways that you get people to notice you is that time stands still, and then you put something in this soup that makes it taste bitter. And that kind of proves to the guy that, like, there's something interfering with with the orphanage. Mm-hmm. So you, you notice, you get him to notice you by putting something in that soup. Mm-hmm. Cool. Mm. Perfect. For, yeah, from what I, I can tell, like, you watch this stuff play out, but you can only interact with things when time is frozen. Mm-hmm. Something like that, yeah. You know what that reminds me of? Soul Reaver. Oh, that's a good one. But no. Um, okay, remember those games? Uh, how am I going to explain this? It's like online and it's like free, like a flash game, I guess. And like, yeah. okay, what I remember is it's like, it's a world. It's like a circle. And then you have to put things into the world in a specific order. Oh, yeah, I know what you mean. They're called Grow, Grow RPG okay. and Grow World and things. Yeah. yeah, so what you just said made me think of that. Okay. Yeah, that's all. Because <laughs> you can only interact with them when they're still, you know? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, play. Is that Maria? Yes. Okay. There's another cage. Look. Do you think cages will play an important role in the game? Yeah. Okay, good. Do you want to, oh hang on. Do you want to talk about the time standing still thing a bit more? Yeah. So in the articles about Derasine, one of the things Miyazaki says is that he found using VR to interact with characters in real time seemed sort of strange and like he didn't feel properly connected to them. So the idea behind Derasine is that because you're outside of time and you interact with characters as though they are these, like, frozen shadows, it kind of covers up for the fact that VR interactions seemed a bit weird to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the idea is, like, it was difficult to interact with people in VR to make it seem natural, so by making it this way where you interact with these, like, sort of shades and frozen shadows of people, yeah, it gets around that. That's really cool. That's really smart. Yeah. Hmm. Good going, Miyazaki. And here we see a tree. Yep. And we talked about trees being... Important? Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And is this the hunter's dream? Yes. Okay, good. There is another cage, look. On the left. There's two, I think. Yep. Yeah. Mm. Oh, there's more than two. There's three. You know what this looks like? Oh, there's another. (laughs) I said that very loudly. The Nightmare of Mensis. No. You can see that there's insects on the wall as well. It's like engravings of a butterfly. Yeah. Do you think they they keep um, insects in those cages? Like, no, butterflies would fly out, though. Mm. No, this, okay, and there's a cage over there. Remember in Bergenworth on the first floor with all the eyes and stuff? Yeah. That's what it reminds me of, this whole setup. 
Okay. Like it's just missing a few eyes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. The curtains are pretty cute. Yeah. We don't really have curtains in my apartment. We're more into like, like, um, we have like this uh, thing that you pull down. A blind. Yeah. <laughs> like, and the, but we got it from. At, at my, yeah. like, right, my older, the first apartment I lived yeah. in, um, it technically had a blind, but it didn't work at all. And it was right in the middle of the city. Aww. And it was so bright that you could read at midnight without any lights on. It's pretty cool. Why didn't you buy a blind? No, it was horrible. Because I, I wasn't my apartment. I couldn't just shove a blind in. Like, I was renting it. But it's just and, a blind. Um, Can't you just, like, shove a... We're renting, too. We can put blinds on the windows. I don't think I was allowed to interfere with anything. Oh, my God. I, phase one of my plan, right, <laughs> is that I stuck a sheet of cardboard over the window with duct tape. Oh, my God. To stop the light getting in. Uh-huh. And then that didn't work, and it kept blowing down. Oh, no. Because it was really windy, because I was up really high. So then I just started sleeping with a shirt tied around my head, like a blindfold. <laughs> like, I would put it over my head and then tie the, the arms behind my head in a knot and just sleep like that. Because there was no other way for it to be dark. <laughs> Richie, you know they sell those things um, that you can put on your eyes to help you sleep at night? Yeah, that didn't work. Oh, God. Because <laughs> it was so bright that, like, they would just get in under it. What? It was also incredibly loud because it was near a train station. Why didn't you wear your executioner cone? Because uh, Bloodborne didn't exist in 2008. So, wait a minute. So, what you were doing is what Master Willem and some other characters are doing in Bloodborne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That w- and I, I would have found it amusing had I known about Bloodborne at the time. <laughs> so, do you think Master Willem is... Uh, he has something on his eyes, right? Yes. Do you think it's because the moon is too bright? <laughs> it's just like, Maybe. damn it. <laughs> Let me sleep, for God's sake. Yeah. So now I know about your pants window. Your cardboard window. <laughs> yeah, they were, they, they were two different windows. Yeah, two different, they were two two different, different windows. windows. Yeah. And your, what do you call it, what you did with your shirt? Uh, improvised blindfold. Improvised blindfold. <laughs> There was another place I lived at, right, uh-huh. that had, <laughs> um, it was incredibly hot and there was a window that I could open to get air in, but it was directly above this um, bed of, like, flowering plants that attracted all of these bees and wasps. Oh my God. <laughs> so if I ever opened the window, wasps and bees would just fly in. <laughs> so I had to have it closed the whole time. <laughs> it was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> that sounds very horrible, Richie. It's terrible. It's like you've been through all this stuff, so no matter what I do or what I say, like that doesn't bother you at all. <laughs> yeah, and you, you don't charge me money <laughs> for the privilege. Oh, also, and that one there, that was within um, a block of what was officially recognized as the worst McDonald's in the States. Oh, my God. 
Why? What did it do? Because it was it was a twenty four hour McDonald's that was right on this like road that had all these clubs in it. Uh-huh. So it was just full all the time of like just drunk people coming back from clubs and like ordering hamburgers and shouting at each other. And you would go in and literally like up to your ankles was just like food wrappers everywhere. <laughs> Like you couldn't see the floor at all, and it just it reeked, and like people would like throw up outside and stuff. Poor rich yeah. man, you lived in some sketchy neighborhoods. <laughs> sketchy, expensive neighborhoods too. Are you serious? Like I was, I was not because the thing is, like, like I was saying, like it's right on the main street, and there was like a train station and all these lights and everything. So it was like a you know, like a central area. Jesus like it was expensive Christ. to live there. That's why I ended up leaving, because I'm like, this is not worth, like... <laughs> no. This would be useful if I worked here, but I don't. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I do 95% of my work by emailing people, so I can just do this from anywhere. Mm, smart. Anyway, back to Derasine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, I see a pedal. The pedal frozen time. Yeah, and the flower is going to bloom soon. Yeah. The bloodborne flower. You know where else flowers bloom in a trailer? Um, okay, wait, let me think. Flowers bloom in a trailer. Think like a week ago. Oh uh Death Stranding. Death Strand, that's mmm. Mm, so this is Is time fall caused by fairies <laughs> inside rain? Yes, exactly. Oh my god. Sorry. I just got a really big yawn all of a sudden. <laughs> Timefall fairy theory. Metal Gear Solid Zero question mark explain. Oh my god, does Metal Gear Solid Zero exist? Not Well, yet. this is it. <laughs> well, there are games set before Metal Gear Solid, but they're not called Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> also Metal Gear Metal Gear Solid. Uh, three and five are set before Metal Gear, which is set before Metal Gear Solid. So they're basically like our podcasts. Yeah. Yeah, basically. <laughs> okay. Well, one of the things they call out in the article is that, like this soup, another way that you get noticed is that you make a flower bloom. And I think that's this scene here. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, I just noticed something. The letter D. <laughs> what? You've paused on it just says Dara. <laughs> Dara. <laughs> now, what do you think this word is going to be? Let's discuss. Dara. Let's see. Words that start with Dara. Deranged. <laughs> oh my god, this is the first word that comes to your mind. Okay. Uh. Derailed. Derailed. <laughs> I like how all of them apply to us. Yes. Okay, so if you go back, on the top left corner, you see a black cage and a white cage. Do you see? I guess, yeah. I think that's significant. Okay. But you'll have to tell me what it means. Go. Uh, they're black and white world tendency. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> um, 
If we've learned one thing, it's that all From games after Demon Souls have to have a failed attempt at integrating World Tendon. So. <laughs> oh, man. That would be awesome if that's what it is. Maybe it is. Maybe we predicted something, Richie. <laughs> yeah. like the worst thing ever. Yeah. How fucking long is this going for? Okay, I think this is it. Two hours! <laughs> okay, so... Okay, that... Honestly, like, two hours and ten minutes is fairly svelte for us. Oh, that's that man again. <laughs> oh my god. Did you see he had the shifty eyes going on? Did you see that? Yeah. He's like, is it over? What did I just watch? <laughs> and then he says dessiné instead of déraciné. What the F, bro? You have one job. <laughs> Pronounce the game correctly. Hmm. And then it ends on, uh, like, a promotional image of a young lady, Maria. Oh, wait, there. Yeah, he's, he's back yeah, again. I see. Yeah. So, the young lady Maria image. Do you think that's the fairy? Yeah. No. Oh, Richie. Oh, maybe it look. is. Yes, she's reading a I book. I think that's the book from the beginning. Yeah, I was looking at it and thinking, I wonder if you can make out any illustration. But Wait, so do you think she's us or do you think she's the fairy that's like, let's go to my world? I don't know, because I don't know who's tempting us to be a fairy at the beginning. Yeah, but we also saw a girl in a shawl in the trailer, so she could be that girl, whoever that is, right? But it also could be that this is yeah. like a uniform type deal. Yeah, for the boarding school. The boarding school for orphans. <laughs> They're really fancy. They have fancy shawls, perfume. <laughs> hmm. Um. Yeah, so she has a flower in her hands. Yeah. So if she is us, she could be reviving it. If she's not us... Well, it looks like it. It looks like the flower is coming back because there's that strange yeah. particle effect around it. Yeah. But it's not clear if that is her or that is yeah. us. Or, like, it could also be a student that we're trying to convince that we're, we're alive and it's coming alive in their hands. Yep. Hmm. Do you want to talk about, like, the, the promo images from Deracine that aren't in the trailer? Okay, yeah, let's talk about that. I'll just paste them into Discord. It's going to be hard. I don't know how to click a link. No, I'm pasting the image. You don't have to click a link. I was just imitating you. I know, but I, I, I gamed you. <laughs> when I say I don't know how to click a link, I did these, like, hand gestures. <laughs> Like, er, but you can't see. That's a shame, yeah. You have to wait till 5k to do that face reveal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, four chins and everything. I've got that. I still have that picture of you with the four chins T Rex arm. <laughs> uh, yep. Okay, so this image here mm-hmm. of the. You can see that they assume these are two orphans from the orphanage, and one has a cane. Hmm, what does that mean? Let me look at um, it. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. That means she has a hard time walking. Well, no! Yeah. I know what that means, um, Richie! I know! I know! I figured it out! She's blind? Maybe, but no! Okay, remember the picture we saw earlier with the guy with the cane yeah, and a baby? Yeah, that's where I was that's, going to. That's her, yeah. and that's the guy's cane. Yeah. yeah. And the way that she's reaching out, like, 
made me think maybe she was blind, but I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I see what you The way that, like, she's she's a young girl with a cane who is reaching out. Yeah, yeah, I see, I see. Because she doesn't seem like she's old enough to need a cane, unless she's got, like, a limp or something. Yeah. But, yeah, the way that this is shown is very similar to the way the ghosts appear in Echo Night. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. Uh, In Echo Night, they appear as, like, a black, like, a polygon model, but it's just, like, a black shaded thing with no textures. Mm -hmm. Richie? Yeah. Yeah, Do you know who else has sort of a cane and is blind? Uh, who? The Maiden in Black. Yeah. Yeah. Is that a a cane? Well, you know know what I mean. She's using it to light the, she uses it to light the the candle. Whatever it is, it's a stick. I don't know. Yeah, the stick. (laughs) Yeah. Is she the Maiden in Black? Is she going to be voiced by our favorite actress? Famous Irish actress Ivetta Bratislava. Yes. yes. And on the on the side we see more paintings. Are those birds or something? Yeah. yeah. Um I'm wondering if those are like meant to be if this is a school, then if those are supposed to be diagrams mm-hmm. of like anatomy of animal. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it makes sense. One of them I think is a bee. No, it's a bug of some yeah. sort. Okay. Anyway. Okay. Okay, yeah. Awesome, thank you. Yeah. And the other image. And, like, I'm wondering if... Wait, uh, other image. That's got another cage in it, and also more drawings of birds. So I'm wondering if those are bird cages. hmm Yeah, probably. If, like, if this is a school that maybe they're keeping, like, observing birds or something. Yeah. Yeah, no, that yeah. makes sense. And you can sense. also yeah. see, like, that is presumably our hand. hmm Yes. And I think the idea is like that that's like dead flowers, and we're going to bring it back to life again. Do you think that's a flower? Time and it looks like like a a branch with flowers on it. And the flowers have withered away, oh, and they just okay. or maybe they're seeds. I don't. So it's some sort of tree thing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And on the left, there's a board with some writing. Yeah. So you found. What does it mean? You found what the board in um, where was it? Oh yeah, in Bergenworth. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The the board in the the blackboards in the uh, lecture hall in Bloodborne. Mm-hmm. They are a stock image of a blackboard that they just used in the game. Mm-hmm. So, can you find what this is, mm. please? Now, well, I'm trying to read it. I can see like a u it a something. Yeah. Yeah. Good job. Good try. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, it was a good try. <laughs> good. You could try. Uh, mm-hmm. Are there more images? Yeah. Mm-hmm. In classroom two, what's the first two words? I think it's seventh. 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 Chain in classroom two. Chair? Yeah, seventh chair in classroom too. Yeah. Uh huh. And you can see there that like there's um plants under glass, which further makes it seem like this is something. This is like a well, almost like a biology room. Yeah. Where they must be like educating the orphans here, mm-hmm. just like in blood. <laughs> so maybe this is what happens in the orphanage in Bloodborne. 
Yes, which is also Kane Hurst and Maria Wynn. <laughs> which is also the Open Chapel. <laughs> yeah. 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 My god, I almost choked and died as I said that. On, like, air. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a there's a okay. box. There's yeah. one one more image yes. that's like okay. very important. <coughs> mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Where is it? Well, it's still loaded. It's still being based. It's three megabytes. Okay. Come on, Richie. I'm getting impatient. Okay, here it comes. <laughs> uh, wh- where did you get that? No, that was on Twitter within minutes of the trailer. Is this going to be our <laughs> thumbnail? <laughs> no, because it's already someone else's thumbnail. Duh. Who are serious about this. We're going to have to be more original than that. How can we make it more? What more stupid? Yes. <laughs> VR game linked to Bloodborne, Dark Souls, and Metal Gear Solid. Dare I say, is Metal Gear Solid Zero? Yes. Okay. Theory. Real. <laughs> yes. Did you just call it Dehasin? No. Good. What is it? What does the guy call it? Darien or something? No, Desine. Dessine means to draw. Dessine. Yeah, okay. Well, at least it means something. Yeah, but I don't think he knew it meant something. I think he just can't read. (laughs) (laughs) Sin is extra mean. He messed with my language, bro. You don't mess with my language, bro. (laughs) Say it right. But you have, like, you have several languages. Yeah, exactly. You don't mess with any of them, okay? Yeah, any of them, yeah. You know that when you said the sort of a vowel looked like the Russian F, that actually helped me the other day. Because I was on, I was trying to find photos on a Russian website, okay. and then I saw, like, the Russian F and then O-T-O, and I'm like, oh, that photo. says photo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yes. Oh my so, yeah, you were helpful. Yeah, it was helpful. Yeah. It wasn't intentional, though. I just want you to know that. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> I'm reading one of the other Derasine interviews, and Miyazaki says, like, there are easy stories you can read all the time, but then sometimes you should read something that's more challenging that gives you a sense of enjoyment when you finally understand it. That's the approach I like to take to ensure that there's a sense of happiness in understanding what's been told. So he does actually expect people to like follow the plots of the Souls game. People do understand this, right? Like he's not trying to be confusing and completely incomprehensible. <laughs> he is just trying to make it like, oh yeah, you have to do a bit of digging but it does make sense mm-hmm. yeah i just want to make sure that he he did say this in an interview <laughs> he's not trying to confuse you like all the time <laughs> he's just trying to make a little mystery thing that takes a while to figure out so he does have a story in mind as he makes his games yeah although there's another paragraph here where he says except in dark souls which intentionally means nothing and everyone is Velka." <laughs> You heard it here first, guys. <laughs> it's just random. Did he talk about the horsefish, though? Uh, not that I can see, but... 
Maybe he talked about it off the record as part of another classic Miyazaki troll. <laughs> I sat down with Hidetaka classic Miyazaki to discuss the part of Derasine. Oh my god, Richie, how long did this last? I don't know! Two hours and 24 minutes? Am I reading this correctly? Okay, well, that's that's a, that's like an hour less than it took us to discuss the executioners. Is this for real? <laughs> well, to be fair, there were a lot of tangents. Yeah, well, we did sort of restart yeah. it at some point to make it... Then you did get up and get a snack. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, my I God. I think we can probably... I think if this is longer than 45 minutes, there's been a problem <laughs> when it's finally up. Uh, I think... Okay, let's make predictions. I think when I put it up, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be one hour and 25 minutes long. What do you think? Yeah, I'd say like, well, if you're editing it, probably an hour and 25 minutes. (laughs) If I were editing it, I would aim for maybe like 40, but. (laughs) Um, Okay, cool. Um. I guess that's it. Do you have anything else to add? Uh, no, I'm, I might um, read some stuff by Fiona McLeod, who is not Fiona McLeod. And then we can have another episode on this once you read yep. some stuff and discuss it in further detail. Yeah. Was there anything else in the articles that was interesting? Um, well, I, I think it's important to stress that, like, the articles are all discussions with Miyazaki. Yeah. So it's like he's working on this seemingly as much as he is working on Sekiro. It's not like Miyazaki's doing Sekiro and someone else is doing Derasine. Like, he seems pretty heavily involved in both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do we want to talk about how, it, because it's in PSVR, we'll probably never play it? Why? Because I'm not shelling out for a giant headset just to play Derasine. <laughs> no, but can't you play it on regular PlayStation? No, you can't. But, no? It's VR only. Oh. How much is VR these days? Uh, lots. Well, I know Allison has finally figured out how to stream from VR without it looking like a horrible mess. So... Maybe she'll get it. Yeah. And we'll just we'll- talk over her footage. <laughs> we'll watch the Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, you don't... Okay. No. Okay. You scared me there, but yeah, we don't need to play it to know it. Well, my my, um, my hope is that, like, it's, it's VR exclusive initially, and then they sort of get a clue and release a non-VR version. Because I don't, I don't know why this wouldn't work just as a first-person adventure game. I feel like it would work just fine. Like from what I've seen, yeah. there may be some tricksy VR stuff that I don't, I don't know. But like, hmm, hmm. Ah, oh, it's too bad. I didn't think it through. I was getting like excited. Yeah, may- maybe for it. there'll be some like way to like jailbreak a PS4 and install something that tricks it into thinking you're playing in VR. Low. Didn't they have um, a thing at some point that, like, detected if you moved or something? PS Move. Is that what it was? It existed. Oh. 
like and it had oh it had like a controller with a light bulb yeah that was the move yeah yeah why doesn't it work with yeah. that because they're completely different things well you can have the game on the screen and you just move around with the joysticks with the bolts or whatever what about the virtual boy the virtual boy yeah you probably had like the dandy equivalent you didn't <laughs> um hmm i don't remember this the, well the virtual boy was a nintendo quote unquote handheld that was like an early vr thing huh. from the 90s and it was like it flopped spectacularly oh no cuz it was a gigantic heavy headset that uh, caused horrible eye strain, and it can only display the color red. Oh, damn. <laughs> yeah. And the thing is, like, there's there's some not bad games on the Virtual Boy, mm-hmm. but they, they won't release them on the Virtual Console, because they're still in VR. Oh. So they would have to do work to make them work in 2D, even though, like, there are Virtual Boy emulators that can make them work in 2D. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So basically, we'll just watch other people play it, which is what I did with Dark Souls One, where I played yeah. it and when. Yeah, when I when when are you actually gonna like finish that game? Okay, what happened was from twenty twenty eleven. No twenty. Okay, okay. So I played Dark. No, I played Bloodborne and got interested in it, and that's what led me to Dark Souls Three. But before I actually played mm-hmm. Dark Souls 3, I watched Dark Souls 1 walkthroughs to sort of have an idea of right. what's going on. Yeah. I guess I didn't watch enough of them because I still had no idea what was going on when Dark Souls 3 came out. <laughs> right. So what we're going to do is we're going to watch walkthroughs of the Racine. Yeah. Or... How much is a VR headset? Uh, prohibitively expensive, I think. Or people can donate to Patreon so we can get VR headsets. Okay, so like a PS VR headset <laughs> uh, in Australia mm-hmm. is about four hundred dollars. What? But that's four hundred dollar dude. So, no, like, the American one is probably, like, 300 That's crazy, though. Yeah, it's like, you could get a Switch for that. Yeah, let's just get Switches and play Dark Souls 1 again. No. <laughs> I joke. I mean, we'll see. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe there'll be a price cut. Yeah, maybe there'll be a price cut. Or maybe we can, like, <laughs> email Sony. <laughs> be like, hey... <laughs> We'll review uh, the resume if you send us VR. Just send us a headset. Yeah. But you'll have to send one. To, well, we'll have to choose going to get it. No, we share it. Like, well, we'll mail it back and forth from Canada to Australia. Exactly. It's not MP. We're not going to play it at the same time. Right? I, I guess. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. We got this. I figured it out. <laughs> Oh. oh yeah, the um, 
the PSVR headset was on sale yeah. during Black Friday okay. for a mere two ninety nine ninety nine. Jesus Christ! It comes with a game, but from what I gather, it's like a weird gimmicky kind of thing, yeah. rather than. Do you yeah. know how many snacks I can get for two ninety nine ninety nine? Well, it depends on uh, on where you get them from. But like, anyway, a lot. Yeah. Like, I could actually get snacks and make a pile of snacks, like in the logo. That's how many snacks I can well, get. Just re- just recreate it for real and photograph yourself, like, sleeping in yes, it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, okay. So, do yeah. you have anything else to add about the Hesne, Richie? Not really. Okay. Um... Did we talk about the lore in the Hesine? We talked about fairies. Um, but how the lore is going to be constructed? Do we know? I think it's one of the articles. He says it's a very good question. <laughs> okay. He talks about how the story in the Souls games was constructed in such a way that you would talk to other people about it. Mm-hmm. And you would, like, the community would share their interpretations and their ideas and things they had found. Whereas with Deracine, he wants to create a world that is isolated, where the player is on their own a lot of the time. So he's approaching it from a different point of view. Mm-hmm. That's sort of, he doesn't really touch on exactly how he's doing it, but I think he's, he wants to create an isolated experience rather than a communal one. So it's going to be the opposite of the approach that the Souls games had. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Miyazaki is asked about the approach that he took with Derasine that is not uh, how it differs from the other games. And he says that as we were wrapping up Bloodborne and Dark Souls, we were looking at what might come next for From Software, but at the same time, they were looking back at what they had done previously. And he says that prior to our reputation for action titles, we had released adventure games, and he talks about Echo Knight being one of them. So he's he's going back to the um, the adventure game Echo Knight roots uh, away from the Soul stuff. He's yeah looking at From's back catalog of other genres. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Do we also want to say that like when we did our Shadows Die Twice trailer analysis catastrophe? Which one? Um, the very first one that goes for like <laughs> ever. Okay, yeah. Before, before we knew it was called Sekiro. Okay. Um, no, we knew. We knew it was called Sekiro by that time. No, 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 the very first one. When it was just Shadows Die Twice and oh we did the, the analysis of the, the 12 seconds <laughs> oh, of a rope. Oh, I blocked that yeah. out, bro. Yeah, I think a lot of people <laughs> okay, probably yeah, have. Okay, sorry, go on. Yeah, but like he talks in that about doing an experimental game, and I think it's this one. Okay, cool. Okay, so Miyazaki says, Maybe not everyone fell in love with Yarnum at the very beginning, but in this case, I want everyone to feel like they enjoy the world of Derasine from the very beginning. So he wants it to be like, I think um, maybe something you have to dig into a bit less, like a bit more, um, bit more welcoming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like it, he talks also about like, they touch on this, but he does. He's not quoted directly, but it's something about how he once aspired to work in manga aimed at young girls. Mm-hmm. 
I think that's what Derasine is is touching on the idea of like a yeah, like like a sort of like a ghost story for children almost, rather than a like a epic sort of berserk ripoff. Thanks, Buck. <laughs> cool. Okay. Thank you. That all. I think that's all. What do you think? Okay. Good. That was a spelt two hours, 40 minutes. Okay. So uh, let's do the outro. Okay. What's the outro? Oh, I don't know. You usually do them really well. So. If I can balance a cat on my head for 10 <laughs> seconds, you have to press the like button. Are you going to do it's it? It's not working. <laughs> Richie, you just cost us a like. Do it again. Keep trying until it works. <laughs> there is a streamer called Cats on Your Head who does put cats on their head during streams. Aww. You should be putting things on your head because your head's perfectly flat. <laughs> Oh my god! The other day, and I couldn't find it, but I'll try to find it again. I was trying to find the brain scan I was talking about that that revealed to me that my head is flat. <laughs> revealed the small cat operating the controls inside you. He's <laughs> <laughs> getting distracted by things. <laughs> Also, everyone, you can check our description for stuff. Okay. There's stuff in the description. (laughs) Stuff. Oh, okay. A really cool thing in the description is you can click it and it's going to show you a picture and it's a salt basket. (laughs) It's really cute. (laughs) It's a basket Uh. and it looks like a, like... It has eyes and a mouth, and it's really good. It's really cute. And it has two thumbs up, and it says, uh, put your salt here and get good. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. It's my favorite thing ever. I like how you're telling people to get good. <laughs> uh, oh my god, you missed it, but today... um. I I played uh, I played a Nintendo game that I played as a kid. Which one? Um, Adventures on Magic Island or something. It, Adventure Island. No, no, not Adventure Island. It's uh, it's in Disney World. Oh, Adventures in the Magic in Kingdom. the Magic Kingdom. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I managed to finish one level. <laughs> it's so difficult. Good. Yeah. Anyway, we'll actually talk about that stuff later. Oh. I guess we can. I guess we will. Okay. Okay. So, um, yeah. Okay, well, thanks so much for watching, everyone. Bye. A little enthusiasm, Richard, please. But why am I... I should not be enthusiastic that we have to stop, because I wanted to keep going, but... I don't want. I don't want to leave. I want just everyone to stay here and talk about this two-minute-long trailer. <laughs> well, if you really want to, we can keep talking about it. 
No, I'm quite hungry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Bye, everyone. <laughs> Bye, everyone. <laughs>